Hello, my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about how to overcome insecurities and we all experience them, whether you class yourself as a confident person or someone who maybe has their life completely together, everyone experiences them, whether it is every day or once a week or once a month or whenever, you all at one point I'm sure have experienced some sort of insecurity. So if you think about the last time that you were insecure, maybe you were at a dinner table and you were in a conversation and maybe it was about a subject that you didn't know much about and you felt that everyone that you were around knew lots about it and they were highly educated and you maybe had an opinion and it was no one really got it and you were just like oh kind of pushed to the side or you felt insecure at school or at work when someone had a really great idea or a question and you didn't come up with it anything like that it's all a valid insecurity And the interesting thing about insecurities is that if you do nothing about them, they continue to grow and grow and they continue to get worse. And if you ignore them and think they're going to go away, unfortunately, they don't. So I've been reading this article from Vogue and there have been some really interesting things on there. So I'm going to share a few with you. So they did a survey that approximately 99% of people remember the first time that they experienced insecurity when it happened what they did everything about it really and the average age that the respondents could recall when first developing an insecurity was at 16 and the findings showed that men were 35 percent more likely than women to have first been insecure about their personalities and abilities while women were 16.8% more likely to have first developed insecurities based on their body. And I know that every one of you can relate to either one of these statistics, really. And 59% of the people that responded say that they deal with body image issues and that insecurities from that are bought by other people's opinions and comments However, in contrast, most people who struggle with insecurities about their personalities and abilities and their just personal life responded that those negative thoughts have largely been self-imposed. So just think about that for a minute. And what that's saying is that your body issues and image issues have been based on other people's comments and the way that you think about your own abilities are based from yourself. So those are your abilities and your personality are things that you can control because they're coming from yourself. So if we think about the body side of things and being it's based off what people's comments are, those comments that, that people say may not even be directly to you. And what we are learning here is that what we think we should be and what we think we should do and what we should be is all coming from things that we're reading, we're listening and that what we're surrounded by because they're coming from people's comments, maybe not to you, but just general comments. So let's say we're only reading gossip magazines and if we're only seeing mainstream media and what they want us to see, 
And hearing and reading that, we're going to feel the pressure that they're putting on us subconsciously. And it's what you've surrounded yourself with and those comments is what is affecting what you are feeling. So it's groupthink bias because you're surrounded by a group of people on the internet that think or feel a certain way and therefore you adopt the same kind of behaviour and mindset and things like this will not help you in any way with feeling more confident in your body. So I want you to think if you've been struggling with body images and self-confidence for a while now, I want you to think about your environment. What are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you surrounding yourself with? If you're on Instagram or on TikTok and all you're seeing are these beautiful men and beautiful women and they're all toned and fit and what like beauty standards are deeming acceptable and everything and they don't look like you or they're putting things on there like their new cars or the money that they're getting and that's not what you're having think about that kind of message like we see this all the time the things that you're seeing on social media are not real but are you changing anything about that or are you just accepting the message that it's not real so what are you surrounding yourself with and how is that aiding your feelings about yourself because it's probably not and I can tell you that many bits of social media do not help you become more confident they do the opposite so with that I want you to follow things on Instagram mute people follow things that you know will make you happy because if you're surrounding yourself with it for like four hours of a day or something you're wanting to see something positive and something that will build you up Because if you're listening to this, you're wanting to feel better about yourself. So take some action and start feeling like when you go onto these apps, when you go and see these people, that you're feeling a way that you should feel and not a way that they are subconsciously making you feel. Because we can't always change from the inside out if we don't start from the outside in. So we need to start changing our environment. And body body images is something that we all struggle with. And it's something that we are constantly identifying as ourselves. And we need to start losing this idea that our body is what we are. Because realistically, our body is really the least interesting thing about us. And when we look in the mirror... It is the, it's our body that we see. We don't see the amazing qualities and personality traits that we have. We see a body. And that's the only way you can really see yourself. But what we need to do is to try and train ourselves to not only focus on our body and focus on the qualities and abilities that we have and be grateful for those. And I'm not saying neglect your body because your body does loads for you. But it's what we're faced with all the time. We Every time we look in the mirror, we see our body. We don't see the great qualities. And this is where the body images and the idea that your body's not good enough comes from because it's the only thing you see and you're going to critique it. So CJ Lewis interprets this in the best way, in my opinion. And he says that we don't have a soul. We are the soul and you have a body and it's amazing that something that we have has become what we're defined as and the way we feel about ourselves so if you're not feeling great that day you look at yourself in the mirror and you go oh no that's how I'm feeling today I don't look good so I don't feel good 
Isn't that strange? And it's like saying that your clothes define who you are because it's an accessory. It's not actually who you are. So because sometimes we don't realise that we're not our bodies and they're not the most important thing. And I'm definitely not saying to not look after your body or anything, but it's not the most important thing about you. And it's definitely not the most interesting. And as I said, when we're thinking about body images, it comes from other people and it doesn't come from yourself. So let's reflect on this. The Vogue study says that our negative thoughts about our personality or abilities usually comes from our own mind. So now it's not even about what everyone else is saying. It's now about our own doubt and our own opinions and our expressions and expectations that is a reflection on the projections about ourselves and what we have on ourselves. So realistically that is just all about how good we think we are. And now it's about our inner critic and what it says like that we don't come up with good enough ideas or that you're not smart enough, pretty enough, good enough. And it's this voice that can really start to break down your confidence. And well, what do we do with this voice? So we have to communicate with it and try to not ignore it. And if we do ignore it, the voice will just get louder and louder and louder. And it's like a little alarm clock going in the back of your head, like a little alert. And this article is brilliant, by the way, and I'm sharing some of these studies for, it says that, well, good news is, it says that insecurities and things that we feel self-conscious about are things that come from when you're younger and it doesn't mean that they'll stay with you forever because in fact the survey found that 50% of women and over 59% of men survey that now that they feel that they have fully come to love themselves and accept themselves and answer that dealing with these things and finding things that you love about yourself one step at a time may help to find self-acceptance and this is sometimes the thing that really can help you. So the thing that I found from this and what I picked out from this is it came up with the definition of confidence and I when I checked this it kind of blew me away a bit because it made me think about it all. So let me tell you it. So the confidence, defi- the definition of confidence is feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own ability and qualities. So it's about appreciating your own qualities and abilities abilities now notice how it comes from yourself and it doesn't come from other people so when was the last time that you did that when was the last time you appreciated your own qualities and abilities to then build your confidence have you ever done that now what i want you to do is is get a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle and put qualities and abilities on the other side and the difference between those two is quite hard to distinguish but I find that my qualities are the things that you are and your abilities are the things that you do 
So in these two columns, I want you to write down your qualities and abilities that you admire about yourself and things that you appreciate. And I'm going to do this right now too. So in my abilities column, I could put that I appreciate my ability to communicate with people and to tell them how I feel when I'm feeling it and not to bury down the feelings. And I could write down many you can make, make write down anything that you want that you think you appreciate about yourself and doing any of this is not narcissistic it's not being self-absorbed because it's about being confident and appreciating your qualities and abilities and it's not at all arrogant or narcissistic because it's making you realise that you're actually a really great person that you didn't know you were before. And having this written down solidifies that idea. So write down your list, figure out what your qualities and your abilities are, pause me now, do it whenever you want. And that's where you build your confidence because it's the definition of confidence is appreciating those things and looking at this list as often as possible can be great but you may not love yourself when you say all these things you might just realize okay yeah I'm I'm pretty good at this I'm all right at this but like yeah you're not going to love yourself by doing it instantly but I can promise you that the more you know the great things that you are the more you learn to love yourself because you're practicing it and first we're becoming aware of what we are and then we practice these and now that you are more aware of these qualities you'll find them in many things that you actually do through your day-to-day life and the more we focus on them the more we see them and then you just become all those great qualities that you already knew you had because you've noticed and you've practiced them more so an example i give is like when you see a new car and well when you get a new car you see it everywhere and it's because you focus on those things and you see it more and that is the great thing that we have in our head that can do those things for us and doing this leads to more self-love because you're becoming more aware of it then you're practicing it and then you build the confidence because you're doing it more and more often and then you love yourself because you're more aware and that's where the love is found. So writing it down become, makes you more aware. And then you, when you're more aware, you practice all those little things more often. And that's where the confidence is built. And this is how we detach from finding love from our body and the way it looks. And it's a difficult thing to detach from because, as I said, when you look in the mirror, it's the only thing you see. So with this list... It's really helping us to identify ourselves beyond our body and to offer things to other people that isn't just our body. Because as I said, it's the least interesting thing about you. Like, Look at this list. There's some great things that you've got about yourself on there. And the way that we've been brought up, you know, with social media and family and anyone that's told us that we're accepted through our appearance and our body that's when we feel like that's the only thing that can accept be well that can get us accepted and having this list reminds you that these are the reasons why and once again don't neglect your body your body's great and keep it healthy <laughs> but these things on this list are what will build your confidence and your self-love 
And one key finding from the survey from before that I've been talking about, and it says that 62% of people have felt positively about their own personalities and abilities above their bodies. So this just shows that once you come to the you know, conclusion, in a sense, that your way that you are, your personality, your abilities, your qualities, everything inside of you is so incredible and that you've appreciated it and you become more confident in your abilities and your qualities, that is where your love for everything just falls into place because that's where the confidence is built and the confidence builds self-love. So, that's what I've got for you for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one. This has to be one of my favourite episodes. I think it's got so much truth in it that you can take away. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with anyone that you know that could help, that could, that this could help. And DM me on the Power of Positivity Instagram, anything that you loved from it, anything that you appreciate from it. And don't forget to follow the Instagram where I post daily quotes and just things that can fill your feed with happiness and more positivity. So yes, thank you very much for listening and I will see you very soon with another episode.